Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Kara, the droids are waking up. Kanan, we've got a problem. The droids have been activated. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade's Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Ben, Turn 7 Advocate Fowler, joined by Tim, Failure Cheesecake Hannon, and Ryan, Victory Cheesecake Slawoski. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing okay. I'm here. <laughs> With your failure cheesecake. That's right. It still counts as cake, though, kids. That's what matters. It is. Yeah, it's, that's what matters. At least it's cake. This week on Stabcast, some bat reps, new units spoiled, and a look at list creation, and a few other things. So I got to play at the local store this past week. Um, I played Brandon on a map that I've been kind of tweaking over some time. I'm trying to set it up for our RPQ in September. I really like the map, so I think you guys will too. So I'm going to kind of keep hush-hush on it. But it's a it's a fun map. I really like it. It's a couple things we're going to tweak between now and then, but I, I like where it's headed. Um, I'm playing Jen Urso, PAL Pathfinders, two full fleets, two Z6 troopers, a four-man squad, a land speeder with the rocket launcher and the uh, the driver dice, and then the little uh, gun on the front. No, not the front gun. The uh, the four dice, the, the two dice. Uh, I guess attack buddy. <laughs> the two dice attack buddy. That's the technical term. <laughs> the kids. two dice <laughs> attack buddy. I like that. Listen, if three guys hop into a van and are taking pot shots with whatever weapons they had, and this guy for some reason had a rubber bullet gun. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so when we inevitably sell out and start making custom alt art cards, at some point we're going to make the two white dice attack buddy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy guy. You always want <laughs> the two white attack guy. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I've, and I've got two small uh, sniper squads on top of all that thing. So it was a list that I've been trying. Um, we talked about Jen Urso and Pal Fat Pathfinder's last podcast. I was like, I've got to see what this is going to do for us. I, I, it was a thing and I, I kind of liked it and we'll get to kind of why and I kind of hated it because we'll get to also why. <laughs> I um, also have some <laughs> things to say about Pathfinders. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm playing Brandon, and so Brandon is running the Emperor, which I was proud to see. He was not just going to run um, Krennic or Veers, because he tends to put those two guys in when that's it. Um, he's got Death Troopers, he's got Heal Bots and DLTs and three Snipers, and we had this conversation last week, but man, Heal Bots are such a pain in my behind. Yep. Yar. Every time I turn around, they're like, that, that wound you did, we're not going to, no, take that back, thank you. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're playing Recover Supplies, Rapid Reinforce, Major Offensive. And I do something This is going to be very cheeky and likely going to guarantee my death. I deploy POW on Brandon's box, which is closest to the center point. Brandon places his box, I mean, right outside the range that you're required to have. So I could theoretically, with POW and the Pathfinders, pick up that box, run and grab the center box, and then hop behind a giant obstruction so and bad. hide for the rest of the game. It's so bad. <laughs> Ryan turned to me somewhere in the middle of round three and says, man, you got greedy, didn't you? Yes, yes, I did. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's bad, bad, bad move, kids. You can, you can maybe, maybe, if you're a blue player, drop paths on the middle box on Recover Supplies, and then you have to turn one complete the mission and pray to god but going for their aggressive box i don't trust any set of white dice that much <laughs> so i did exactly that i wanted to complete the mission turn one i just have to get around that corner so that i can live 
So because of that, I'm not going first on this turn. And the Emperor moves in a range and just decides he's going to light up my my, uh, my Pathfinders. Yep. And he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is gross. I lose everybody but Pow <laughs> in the first attack. I'm like, well, that was an experiment that didn't work very well, but we're going to try it. All right. I want to point something out here. That is a bad idea against a lot of lists. Now, if it's a melee-focused list, you're a little bit safer because it's going to be like some stormtroopers hitting you. But I don't know what possessed you to try that particular (laughs) tactic against a Palpatine who can easily just walk up and make maybe the single greatest attack pool in the game. With Pierce right. onto your guys. In my defense, I dropped the Pathfinders before the Emperor was on the table. Because you have to, because they have to deploy outside of range three. But you it still knew he the was there. It's I... not like he's got a curtain and he's he's <laughs> wiggling his fingers behind it and slowly pulling out units. And you're like, ooh, what a surprise. All right. So I lose everybody but Pow. <laughs> Pow does not die until turn four. Oh, What? He <laughs> he is successful. Uh, so the emperor suppresses with his attack, and it hits. Right. So there's two suppression tokens right there. So because of that, his danger sense kicks in high gear. And I very quickly get to roll three extra white dice every time I'm attacked. And I block every attack that comes after that. <laughs> okay. I Every attack after that, I will block. And, and you're a rebel? Um, he... Uh, I <laughs> he had DLTs. He had lots of things with aim tokens. I block every one of them. Death troopers pop out. I block it. Snipers also block that thing. Too. Gross. I mean, I because I have enough. I have enough defense dice because snipers only throw one or two hits at the most, and I do have cover because of all the stuff. Right. Um. So and because of that, I'm able to outroll any Pierce that's going to come my way. Um. It actually takes him. Launching a group in around the giant obstruction, which is going to hide me, get into a melee, (laughs) which I survived the first round. That's so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. No joke. Yeah. So, um, which I do. So, I pal grabs a box. He starts booking for the other side. He lives through it. I do at one point have like eight or nine suppression on pal. Like, it's... It's a grossness. It's a grossness. How does he not panic at that point? Um, Yeah, that's true. Because it's complete the mission turn. Uh, I thought thought that was turn one. Um, I did, but so he gets all that into the first turn. Oh, uh, okay. Then I right. managed, because I have Jin, I managed to get it under six. Jin is in the range of him. Right. Um, through some Inspire shenanigans, and I get it under six. So he doesn't panic on the next turn. Okay. And I think I roll a pretty decent number to remove like three of those. So I still get my um, danger sense, but I'm not panicking off the board. So what you're saying is you got lucky with white dice into getting lucky with white dice. To try to yes. validate your strategy. Yep. That's yes, what I'm hearing. Exactly okay. what I'm cool. I'm hearing. Got it. Picking it up. Um, the, the dice god smiled at me, and I was like, I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kind of, to get heat off of him, I throw Jin um, up and over that same spot in, into the kind of the air where Pow is, and I grab her into a melee. And it's the card which allows her to attack when another unit activates. Right. Uh, rebellious. So I get in there. I wall up some boys. I don't kill them enough. And then... I have this debate, and Brandon and I talk about it later, and I attacked the unit that was going to try to just move away from me. They were going to withdraw into attacking POW, or into engaging with POW. Right. And I didn't need that to happen where it was going to happen. So I used her uh, her card ability to then wipe out that group that I was in melee with. 
um, which left her wide open. So she gets shot up to pieces, but survives for at least one more round. Things, things get a little rough. Um, but so at that point, so this is all happening. This is like turn one, turn two. Uh, turn one, we drop my fleets into the back group. I light up his snipers from a distance. And at the end of turn one, Brandon's reeling on his heels. Turn two, I throw some stuff. And I mean, it just gets real gross. But it's also the turn that Palp turns around and plays, and now you must die. <laughs> Palp wipes off both my fleet troopers off the board. Good. He takes a healthy look into my land speeder. Good. And so what looked like a really like a lopsided win on my side, because by the end of turn two, it looks like I'm still going to win. Turn three is close. It is neck and neck. And so the land speeder lives long enough to put some more hits into him. He drops his Imperial Guard in my backfield, which he's lighting up the box holder, the, the sniper troop that I've got back there. He just, just it's gross. He throws a lot of dice. They all die. It's, it's just, <laughs> um, <laughs> then he grabs a box. Well, so I've got Pal with a box, Jen, who had survived long enough to some troopers to come up and grab a box. So I've got three boxes um, to his zero. Then I'm down to two boxes to his one, and we're both reaching for the one on his side. Because I've managed to put Pow in a place where it's going to be real difficult for him to kill me and grab the box. There's not going to be enough actions there. Um, so we're on the very last round, and he moves his last unit. He's going to try to get it out there to pick up the box, and he realizes he's done it in the wrong order. Uh-oh. Mm. He's moved out of Palpatine's range. He can't pull the strings to make them move, and then on their activation, move and pick up the box. Right. And Palp is so far out because he, I've got him suppressed between uh, Now You Must Die and uh, taking shots at him. Right. So I was trying to kill him. I did not. <laughs> um, uh, he, so he realized he's done it out of order, and now he's too far away. Palp can't move and pull the strings, and he can't pick up that last box. It's the final round. Game over. Game over. Wow. Game over, man. So, yep. So it was, literally, I nearly lost that game. I really probably should have lost that game, but through some <laughs> clever play. <laughs> and some lucky dice. <laughs> some lucky dice. Um, and distracting him with other things. Like, I put the pressure in lots of places. Right. I made him fight in the center to the place where he couldn't come up for it. Like, he he didn't want to get up engaged around it, and it, w- it made the fight much harder for him than I think he was expecting. That's fair. And that's what you have to do with recover supplies. So you grab yeah, those boxes and move them in weird places. So, yeah. Victory is mine. Congrats. Well but done. as this was not a Chattanooga event, there was no victory cheesecake. There was no victory cheesecake. <laughs> that was just a random Wednesday. Yes, it was very sad. Well, hang on. We did actually have victory uh, tortillas. That's yeah, true. We went to a That's nice Mexican restaurant. That is noticeably not the same thing as victory cheesecake. <laughs> Nor defeat it's cheesecake, not. but we don't need to talk about that. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I did have a, a victory mocajete bowl, which you, was you fine. You did. So. It, was, it looked uh, very good. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've gotten to play quite a bit of Legion in the, the past two weeks. It's been it's been pretty fun. That same night that, that Ben played that game, that was actually two Wednesdays ago, I got to play uh, Patrick, uh, Brandon's tra- travel companion there, both up from Campbell County to the north. We came, He came down. We had a pretty good game of uh, some rebel-on-rebel rebel training exercise violence, uh, ATRTs versus infantry spam. Uh, I managed to pull that game. I want to say we played... Uh, Moisture evaporators, and when you have lots of guys with hands and not walkers, you tend to tend to do pretty well. And then the next Wednesday, I got to do something I refreshingly haven't had to do in a long time, and it was it was fun. Shower? Uh, yes. <laughs> we had a. He we looks had a, like a Wookiee, and he smells. Like that's it. right. No, I look like a Wookiee, and I smell like a Tauntaun. Oh. But uh, inside or outside, both. Oh. 
we uh we had a new player believe it or not uh we have dylan uh who's a, a young guy uh come out for the first time he's played a couple war games in the past but saw legion and wanted to get in and then when he was told by our local uh game store employees that we have a regular play group he got in touch with us and and came out and put together his core set and a few other expansions that he had bought and he was like literally when i showed up was like gluing stuff together had no idea how to play <laughs> so we we yeah, we pulled out one of the little like four by four or three by four boards, uh, whatever. I think it's a, I think it's a three four, by three, maybe. I think it's a, yeah, um, something like that. I don't know what it is. It's made for forty k, but it was it's cool. And we played a, a five hundred point uh, learning game, and it was fun to to get together and like um, rehash how to explain the game. I'm so used to having to think about this game in a different context, but just kind of to break everything down to the to the bare bones and just remember how simple and fun this game is. Yeah, was was really fun. So uh he uh he put his own list together and it wasn't great. Let's let's be honest. When you don't know how a game works and you're just trying to add stuff up to eight to five hundred, uh, you don't know <laughs> what you're doing. And so you're looking at keywords, you don't know what they mean, but they sound helpful. So several times throughout the game, uh, I kinda let him grab the activations that he wanted. So he ran two stormtroopers, Darth Vader, and a and a set of speeder bikes. Okay. Uh we would like change some of the upgrade cards around right. to make sure they were the things that were most effective because when Vader doesn't have saber throw and you're trying to teach oh, someone yeah. how to play the game, you want to make sure they have a good time. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. magically, uh, the long range comm on the three by three board that was on the speeder bike became saber throw and it was magic. Um, <laughs> it was magic. That is exactly how the force works. <laughs> uh, so it, so hey, hang yes. on. I'm going to pause you for a second. Go ahead. Because I need to... Listeners, if you have played Vader without saber throw in the past three months, can you tell us how that went? Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think I've ever yeah. seen that happen, like ever. No. Actually, that's not true. I think that's a card staple to him. So I would love to see anyone who's been doing that recently. Yeah, I don't that's think we will because I don't out. think anyone's uh, actually done that. No, no, I've seen it happen, and it is just as bad as you thought it was. So I'd okay. like to hear. <laughs> I'd like to hear reports. Some maybe if it wasn't that bad, but yeah. So. Yeah, if it worked out for you, let us know. Let's, we'll get to the contact details in a little bit. Yeah, and we'll send you. We'll, s- things, we'll send you help. <laughs> I think there was one time. I think there was one time I was watching a game, and everyone was commenting on it. It was like on Twitch or something, and we were all commenting, "Where's Where's his saber throw? Oh, 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 God! Where's his saber throw?" I mean, but maybe no one shoots at him because it's like, well, he's going to take him forever to get here. I right? Got yeah. And then suddenly he's in the midst. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, let me know how it's worked out for you. So. So Dylan was following the action pretty well with what we were doing. But the thing I look for as a gamer and as a guy who explains a lot of games, uh, I look for those Eureka light bulb moments when people get it. When people get either how to play this game or why this game is fun. And then I saw it in his eyes and it was awesome. And it's when Vader force pulls Luke out of cover and then throws his lightsaber at him because yes. he can't quite close the distance to, yes. to range. And then the next turn is the implacable versus Son of Skywalker turn, yes. and Vader wins the role. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool and, and climactic. Um, and like he was he was tr- having fun with the game. He was doing well, um, but that moment really pulled him in, and he got really excited because. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't let him have too much fun because, like, his speeder bikes came zooming in, did, like, two damage, and then Luke jumped on them. Um, As Luke does. Yeah, in the list I was planning when I was building an 800-point list, fleet troopers were in there, so I kind of left them. And much like Vader is very strong on a small board, fleet troopers are too. Um, 
So that was probably a bad choice on my part. But me and Dylan had a, had a really fun uh, learning game, and I hope to, to get some more games with him soon. Um, he had he had good instincts. He's just got to learn the, the mechanics of, of Legion. But then uh, me and Tim uh, this week went down to Dicehead Games uh, yeah. down in Cleveland, Tennessee, to do what they were have been calling like their road to ATC. Yes. Uh, just, you know, it's a fancy name for their monthly events. But uh, yes. we hadn't been in a bit. I've been traveling and, and working, and so we've been neglecting our stores to the south. It's our apologies. And so we made an appearance. At least two of us did. One of us was lazy. <laughs> I was at home. <laughs> right. well, hold on. You say that. Were you even planning on coming with us? No, I was actually going to go play Xbox. That, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to say like, oh, I was sickly and ill. No. I I was very sickly. I, I woke up today with a terrible migraine. I slept for most of the day. So I didn't go to X-Wing, nor did I go to the <laughs> Yeah, but don't try to get on your high horse and say, oh, pity me, dear listeners. No. No, Ben was going to skip out on us anyway. Uh, yes. But. So, yeah, go ahead, Tim. No, I was just going to say, but but we made it. We made it to we Dicehead, did. and it was, like we were saying, prepping for ATC. So we're trying to, trying to figure out what I want to roll with, what I want to do. Um, yeah. So it was it was a good time. It was it was a thing. Uh, so I mistakenly put my fate in the internet's hands, and I put a poll up on our Facebook page whether I should run Pizza Delivery, which is a pizza gun and a land speeder, or uh, Pathfinders and Sabine. Two things. That, all four of those things are things I want to experiment and learn with, and can continue to to better understand. And. The internet, uh, by a, actually a shockingly narrow margin, uh, told me to play Pow Sabine. Or not Pow Sabine, but Pathfinder Sabine. So I tried to build a list. It didn't go particularly stellar, but we made it. Um, I got to play Enemy of the Podcast, Brett. Uh, we had a really Archie. tight game where Brett probably had the better end of variance on me, and we were playing these awkward mirror lists. I was playing... Five cores with Pathfinders, Double Snipers, Jin and Sabine, because I think uh, uh, Jin's two pip paired with Sabine is insanely strong, insanely strong, uh, and it just kind of yeah, sets sets her up. And then both uh, I was running both Jin and Sabine aggressively with Jin, or uh, excuse me, with Sabine having the dark saber, and I kind of wanted to have them both run into melee and, and club some dudes. <sighs> Jin's not very good in melee, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. But she's not. Her, her goal is to not get into melee that often. It's one of those you get in there to save yourself, then you destroy them and then run away. Like I was running tenacity, Jin, like trying to like infiltrate and then use rebellious on like turn two to like get into the thick of things, and she just crumples because white dice and melee defense dice aren't all that great. Um. Me and Brett had some Sabine on Sabine action. It was it was pretty rad. He had double Wookiees, which I had no real answer for. No one ever does. God. No one ever does. And uh, it was it was a fun game. And it came down to Brett being ahead. It was going to be close on points. Uh, we were playing Sabotage, and he misactivated his Sabine, um, and he went for a kill when he should have gone for a repair. Mm. Um, because the repair Garrett gives him the 100% chance of winning. He gets one shot at a lone trooper leader with no aim token in heavy cover. Huh. And so it's Sabine's dice, which aren't bad. And if he gets a crit, he also wins. 
but he rolls his rainbow dice and it's hit, 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 no crits. Or I know, excuse me, it's hit, hit, blank. So the uh, the damage doesn't go through, and I just take a suppression on that heavy cover right. and end up winning the game. Right. Um, so Brett was ahead most of the game. He played really well. He we, it was one of the strangest games of sabotage that I've ever played, where it was on advanced positions, and then I had two infiltrate units, and so we tr- like I took one of my evaporators and one of his, and he took one of mine and one of his. <laughs> and, like, Jin it's... died on the other one of his. <laughs> so, like, we were just, like, chasing each other around in a circle, almost trading objectives. It was it was really funny. It was a close game. I feel bad for Brett. Um, Brett has a crushingly winning record against me in our tabletop simulator scrimmages and just can't seem to do it on the tabletop. He will one day do it. I want him to. Uh, you got no, you this, don't. Buddy. I no, believe. You don't. You don't, don't. Don't lie to us. You no, don't want no. him to beat you. No, you I don't. I do, because that means he's going to learn from his mistakes, and that'll be oh a shock to all God. of us. Oh is, but we've talked about this before. Is this a murder game, or is this an objective game? And, well, Brett was playing a really good, because he was trying to kill a guy, one of my guys, who was going to tag an objective for its final VP. And so I get that. To ki- the, I get that. To, to kind of put this in context, Ben, and the, he got red in the eyes. He ha- on one of his vaporators that he needed to do uh, two damage to or repair twice, and he had two unit leaders in base to base. But due to the order that things were going to happen, he needed to send Sabine to it and fix it instead of having Sabine go play defense. And so it's sometimes hard to see when you say, like, yes, I need to hit this twice, but I already have five Wookiees standing on that objective. <laughs> like, you, you, it's hard to say, do I really need Sabine to go over and tag it too? And the answer was yes. Um, yes. Because I had an activation that could pretty reliably go and get four hit points off of his Wookiees to knock one of his unit leaders off. Um, Gross. I had both Sabine and a full five-man Z6 squad um, who can probably reliably get get the, the damage needed through <laughs> before the Wookiees activate. But it was a good game. And then I played a game. Uh, our Dice Head Tournament had two guys come from north of Nashville down. Uh, they are what I call kitchen table Legion players. Um, they play they play at, at their house, in their basement, you know, wherever. Uh, and this was their first time coming out to, like, an organized event. And we had a really good game, but, like, I don't want to sound mean, but they were new. And so he was running a T-47 double ATRTs, Han, and four cores, and I managed to get recover supplies. So I shot everything that has hands, and then the game kind of went from there. Um, we had fun. He learned a lot. We, we chit-chatted a bunch. Both both uh, Mark and... God, I'm going to mess up his name. I want to say it was Eddie. Um, had a good time. And, or at least they told us they did. They maybe cussed us out as, as they walked away. Who knows? <laughs> Those guys are awful. Oh man! <laughs> but it, it was it was a fun fun day all around. Yeah. Legion. And I ended up uh, going two zero. Yeah, they were really nice guys. Nice. Yeah, they were they were good guys. I played one of them um, in the first game. Uh, it was quite fun. He had ATST. There's pictures up on our Instagram above it. Um, they had a lot of cover on that map, but we left it that way because there was. Um, there's lots of see-through cover, so even though it looks mm. really, really crowded, you could actually see through a good majority of it. So it wasn't quite as as right. thick as as it might appear. Um, that table was actually a lot of fun to play with my. Oh, it was a, it was so fun, and with even his ATST, like he had some clear shots. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I did do a thing that I'd never gotten to do before. <laughs> um, <laughs> so real quickly, my list was uh, Palp with Choke and Anger, DTs with the regular config and the DLT man, IRG with a standard loadout of uh, Electro Staff, Environmental Gear, and Tenacity, three DLT Storms, one Medbot Storm, Naked Storm, and a Sniper, and a Partridge in a Pear Tree. So, I like that list. I yeah, really do. I, oh, do. Yeah, I, it, I dug it. it well, <laughs> I was going to say it wasn't too bad, but we'll we'll get there. Um, but yes, so playing Palp, uh, I realized, and I didn't, I genuinely did not know this at first, and I probably would have given him a little bit of a heads up. When I play someone who's never played against Palp before, I like to be open and transparent and say, hey, yeah. this is what Palp does. Here's his card. Look at this. He's kind of scary. Oh God, he's so scary. Um, yeah, and again, but you also have to show him give into your anger. Like, there's, right, you have to show them both the command cards because right. there's so and much. I, stuff I didn't going realize he didn't know that. I thought he did. Right, um, and so he moves his ATSD. Who I managed to get. I mean, having some DLTs on my list, I managed to because I kind of saw the ATSD kind of close to me. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's going to move it close. And so I put some shots into it, which I normally would just avoid an ATSD, but it was in such a position that I had to shoot it. Um, plus again, it looked like I might have a chance to, to take advantage <laughs> of it. So I shot the ATSD, got a couple hits through, I think I had like two or three damage on it. And then it moved within range of palp. So turn two, which I've never done this on turn two before. It was, I had to like look around for guidance and there's no one that got <laughs> asked. So I was like, okay, whatever you say. And so turn two, I played and now you will die. And I nuked that tank or excuse me the the atst just just roasted it and it was really bizarre because you know normally you're just rolling for hits just trying to you know you get you're getting your aim token from your anger and all that stuff right um and actually in this case shooting an atst i wanted crits so i was actually fishing for surges or just straight up crits and i didn't want hits or blanks <laughs> so it's really weird what i wanted but i uh, it just yeah and it was it was unfortunate, but it it happened. And then turn two, I ATS I killed an ATST with some force lightning. Um, and it was <laughs> it was gross, and I felt a little bad. And I was like, oh, you should have. Okay. You took every like whenever anyone <laughs> plays an ATST list, it's like I want to play with my giant death robot. I know, and I took it away turn two. And got you one took shot it off. away. I'm <laughs> assuming it was not even turn two. It was the first activation of turn. It two. It was. Right? And the sad thing is, yeah. turn one ended with him shooting it, palp. And getting zero through because he he guardian two of it away, and then just rolled out of the other the other two, and it was, so it was gross. sad. So, so they gross. shot it. So, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He got one through, and then the medbot took it away, and then Palp went no, in. Oh no, shot. that's even worse. It <laughs> even really did feel bad. Salt in the wound. Yeah, I, I, so well, new players, yeah. if you come to Knoxville to play games, don't play with Tim. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Anyway. But it's okay. There was some some divine justice against me, um, because then then I played um, the the to uh, who had ended up playing just to help us even out the numbers. Awesome, yeah, awesome guy. Yeah, awesome guy. He's always helping head up those the Legion events there. Played Josh, um, and we played major offensive key positions, hostile environment. Uh, and again, this picture's up on Instagram if you want to see the map that it has this big obelisk in the middle and this big, huge hill 
was the key position. The whole hill, not the obelisk, the whole hill, um, which is fine. But the problem with that, and this is actually a repeat of what happened to me uh, at Gen Con last year, is the problem is you end up playing Ring Around the Rosie if you're not careful. And I was unfortunately already in activation down, and so a couple things went wrong. <laughs> and it was sadly <laughs> really a situation where the game ended, and I asked myself, to myself really, and to Josh, and asked God, where did I go wrong? <laughs> I was met by silence and shame on all three fronts. So, again, I, it's one of those games where both you and your opponent say, wow, those dice were nuts. Um, yeah. I've been there. But anyway, so we, we played Ring on the Rosie a little bit, and I had a really strong flank uh, on my left flank with uh, full DLT squads, like, ready to go, and, and they should have been safe, and they just weren't. Um, I guess if I had a lesson to learn from that, it's just to to be more careful. I don't I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, just nothing, you know, you have your perfectly but laid plans, and perfectly laid plans perfectly fall apart. So, uh yeah, we just kind of ran around the base, and uh, I got some good shots off with Pal. He ended up wiping three activations out with his, and now you will die, nice. but it was just too little, too late. Um, and yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was just unfortunate. But again, I don't ever want to discount someone losing to someone because of dice and just saying that they right. were, had no talent. He played his units well. He did a good job of pushing his advantage when he had it. Um, a lot of players would have maybe gone for blood and tried to push me for a table. And if he had done that, I think he would have lost because he would have been no longer in contact with the terrain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the key position. So I was, if he had done that, I would have won. So he didn't do that. He, instead of pushing in that turning point, he just hunkered down. Um, doesn't always make for the most exciting game, but right. he won. Um, and yeah. His his IRGs just punched out my IRGs, and it was it was a sad day. My death troopers melted to his Krennic. It was it was a sad day, and that's why that's why I had failure cheesecake. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun event. Everybody had a fun. good time. I got to beat Brett, and really, that's all you need in life. Yeah, that's all yeah, I need. It was a good time. So take a look at our Instagram where Tim has posted photos of his road to ATC event. You can see all the landscape he's talking about, see all the models, see the hill that he didn't die on. Right. That, you know, but I died around it. I died around the hill. <laughs> um, you can check us out on the Instagram at SWStabcast. And likewise, just like on Instagram, we're on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, uh, Spotify, all those things, everywhere where all the better podcasts are, we are too. We are at SW Stabcast. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can check out our shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast. Uh, we'd also love it if you would send us an email uh, at SWStabcast at gmail.com. Uh, we don't have any cool stores to tell you about today because no one told us about their cool store. But send me some photos, send me some info about some events you guys have going up, and we will give you guys a plug because uh, we want to really help connect gamers together. Uh, speaking of upcoming events, though, we have a, a pretty full roster right now. This coming uh, oh. Saturday from when this episode releases, we will be at uh, Dice Back at Dice Head Games for the American Team Classic where there are no teams in Legion because we don't like to play well with each other. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, it's also because me and Ben are the reigning team champions. Yeah, and are. they can't take that title away from us if we never have another team event. Exactly. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> 
I mean, Dan Wolf Games and you yeah. know Jagged Paintbrush—they can come challenge us for that, but yeah. we're never, we're never to play that again. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, never gonna happen. So, yeah, come on down. So that is ATC. That is uh, July thirteenth. I think there's still space if you want to sign up. That's, yeah, this upcoming Saturday for us. Yeah, you can sign up online, um, but if you show up, like there'll be spots for you. Come, yeah. come play games. Pretty sure. Us. Pretty sure. And then, of course, at the the start of the next month, we've got Gen Con. Yes. Um, Stabcast is playing on that Thursday mm-hmm. after the event. Come out with us for some dinner. Um, have a little meet and greet. A fantastic little pizzeria downtown, Pearl Street. Um, tell us all the great stories of how you nearly beat us or you walloped us something fierce and made Tim drop. Tell us those stories because we'll <laughs> definitely love My you. dropping yep. days are over. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we have the uh, the RPQ in Knoxville, September the 21st. It's Sci-Fi City. Uh, the actual tickets are up up now. If you'll check out our event on Facebook, you will have access to it, and we will put that link in the show notes as well. Yep. But tickets are up and ready for you to go buy. Come join us. It's a fantastic weekend. Drop the family off in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. That's right. Come throw some dice with some leeches. That's right. Come make me mad in my home store. It's a video. That's It'll be right. a great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there's also I know it's not in our show notes but there's also the LVO in uh, January that me and Tim are going to uh, look forward for us there it's going to be awesome and then in November there's Warfare Weekend where tickets aren't on sale yet I'm not sure what all the plans are but right now I'm going to try to go I don't know if anybody else can swing that probably not I'll, probably sure not. It's fine. I'll probably not be able to make that one but, um, but uh, yeah we've got a We've got a, a, we've full, got a, docket. a full docket of Legion. Uh, I know we had talked about maybe going down to Mississippi in October. I think those plans have been put on hold right now. We'll see if we can figure something out. Um, but then there is also uh, the Indianapolis RPQ in late November that I'm also hoping to go to. So all kinds of places to come and play games with us. Yep. Well, speaking of late November, by that point, we should have some of the new troops at FFG spoiled for oh us. Oh my week. gosh. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a lot of spoilers to go over, so we're oh, going to have to kind of yeah. keep this tight, keep this this neat. Uh, Rebel vets have been fully spoiled. I'm excited. Um, as a rebel and a veteran, I am very excited. Oh, um, not an actual veteran, just a veteran of Legion. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold you on, some wait, yeah. Nope, <laughs> never. Nope, nope, nope. But, uh, but yeah, these guys are, are neat. They're 48 points uh, for a new core unit, so if you want some expensive Rebels... But they actually, if you bring them in pairs, their cost kind of goes back to, to that of a normal normal trooper group. Because filling one of those core slots, you can bring the Mark II Medium Blaster Emplacement Trooper. Because we on the Rebel side of things like to, to have really long names on all of our, all of our <laughs> units. Like, I like how if you look at the art on the flip side of the Mark II Medium Blaster Trooper, how there's, like, a big explosion going behind him and he's yelling. What does that look like when you're, like, on the comm? Like, this is Mark II Medium Blaster Trooper 4. I need backup. And by the time you get that all out, you're dead. That's, you're dead. You're that's dead. why <laughs> you need the military might of the Imperial machine to... To simplify for you, to make your military acronyms, you know what we have? An E-Web. It's a lot easier to say, this is, is Tim is. on the E-Web than this is Tim on the Mark II Medium Blaster. Listen, when I break out my FS 1.7524 <laughs> laser encampment. Oh, your standard issue. Pizza gun. That's um, right. No, but this this, mar- this emplacement trooper is awesome. Um you can only bring it if you bring a Rebel Vet. And so basically it takes the Rebel Vet to taking up two of your six core slots now. 
It's a detachment, so after you deploy your Rebel Vets, you'll deploy them as a speed one. So I think it's pretty safe to say that you're going to be taking uh, Recon and Tell on your Rebel Vets to scoot this guy up the battlefield. He's got a full pivot. That's cool. He's got reposition. That's cool. He's got Sentinel. That is also very cool. <laughs> but you're taking this guy for fire support. Yes, you yeah, are. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Fire support for four black dice for the commander that wants to... Uh, like, I think this is finally going to make Rebel Gun Lines a lot stronger to where if you want to play that Rebel Gun Line list and you want to, to funnel your opponent into a place, um, it's it's going to be so cool. There's going to be so many cool combos of what you can fire support. Fire support Tauntauns are going to be awesome. Uh, fire support on snipers <laughs> is going to be stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, fire support Han is going to be hilarious. Um yeah, fire support, uh, getting to throw four black dice just into whatever attack pool with the critical two keyword is going to be uh, super rad. Um, you're going to be able to, to spike crits like crazy in dice pools that otherwise wouldn't be able to. And even just adding critical two to a Z6 squad's attack is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great you surge on hits and on, on or surge on defense and offense. Yeah, it's still the um, white defense die and three hit points. Um, it is. But, but the defend one that you get on the actual veterans itself, I think, is the is the killer here. Yes. Because when you issue them an order, they get a dodge token, and you get to issue an order to the emplacement trooper if it's at range one of you. Still. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. The, these guys are going to be pretty awesome. And especially with, uh, if you put, and we'll talk about it here in a minute, but that new five-point upgrade that's coming in the Clone Wars box, that would then give the Mark II Medium Blaster a aim token if you're not planning to fire support it. Uh, could be could be really sweet. So I'm I'm really excited for the the rebel vets. I think they're going to change up rebel list building quite a bit. Love it. Um, speaking of the Clone Wars uh, box, we got to see the Droidicas. It yeah, is did. it's the only I, you know this is going to sound silly. It's the reason why I want to play CIS. That and Roger Roger. I, I that's the only reason why I want to <laughs> play them. But I'm definitely playing them. It's a hundred points. It's got generator one, so it can flip up a shield token in the end phase. It's got four shields to start. Yeah, it does. Um, so it, dumb. Oh, it is so, so, so amazing. Uh, it's got three health. It rolls red, <laughs> black, black, and suppressive. Dust off your ion guns, boys. Oh, oh God. it is so good. It's got a white defense die, and it does surge on defense, so you got some there. But between the shield and the generator and the, the surge on defense, they should live long enough. They you should. hope. Um, they you hope. should. You def- definitely hope there. I'm also excited uh, for them. If you, they're a little slow, but you've seen them move very slow when they've got the shields up and they're walking around yeah. shooting things at a long distance. Um, you get two of them in a pack. There are actually four models in the pack. There are the upright standing bots, and there's also the rolly bots. You can wheel these things around, make them move speed three instead of speed one. You gain cover two when you do that because you kind of wrap your shield around yourself. Um, but you can't shoot and you can't flip shield tokens during that turn. But if you need to move them into place, you need to get them someplace good. Yeah. And you don't mind, you know, not taking the shot that turn, or you've got to get them deployed farther and faster out. Right. Yeah, so good. I think it'll be like they'll sit in wheel mode on turn one, and that's probably it. Yeah, probably the very beginning, and then once you get up there, pop them up because they're emplacement troopers. They'll give covers to your guys. Right. I mean. 100 points. And you put the link targeting system on them, 105. Okay. They are actually not emplacement troopers, not to, to give they them are, they, they, they are vehicles. Oh, sorry, vehicles. Yes, My apologies. Yes, they so. are vehicles. So yes. that that, only, that um, matters for a couple objectives. Yes, but yes. it does. Yes. yes. Oh, sadly, sadly means uh, I believe you cannot 
rapid reinforce with them, which is very, Correct. very unfortunate. Right. But that's okay. I, I get it. It oh, makes perfect God, that'd sense. That would be gross. Yeah, I get it. I get that it. would be gross yeah. if you just rapidly I understand. <laughs> you know what else is gross, though? You know what else is gross? A sinister <laughs> cyborg. Yes. Oh, we saw him this weekend. Yes. If you like your robots to have a hint of lung disease, then you'll love General <laughs> Grievous. I do. I mean, you're you don't like your robots to be a coal miner. So, oh, <laughs> it was George Lucas with bronchitis or something like that. That's all it was. That's fine. The tuberculosis. Yes. The black Same one. difference. Um, <laughs> uh, so General Grievous, uh, he just got spoiled very, very recently. We just were talking about this. Um, One seventy-five on the point cost. Arsenal two, impervious block. Jedi Hunter, Relentless, Scale, which we'll talk about in just one second. I'll go, I'll go through those real quick. He's got eight health, two in the bravery, red defense die, and then his his sabers. They spicy. Eight, eight dice. Eight dice, everybody. Two red, two black, or sorry, two red, four black, two white. If you roll, if you're through them both together, shooting with them or swinging around with them both together. And it I can just imagine him running towards you. It's terrifying. Um, so again, with Arsenal 2, he can use both weapons, use both lightsabers. I think it's cool, not only for Grievous, yeah. I think it's a cool just precedent to set because you're just putting this new new thing into the game uh, where you have dual lightsabers. Neat. That's awesome. I'm a fan. Um, he also has got a gun slot, so uh, with Relentless... We don't know what goes there. Right, right. But. Exactly, yeah. So, but with Relentless and Arsenal 2, it should be noted that he has Relentless and not Charge. So, right. I'm assuming it'll be some kind of fairly effective weapon to where he can move and maybe move, move, shoot. That way, next turn, he can move, move, yeah. melee attack. Um, right. So, I think that's be awesome. I really like that he's impervious and not, uh, not immune to Pierce. I think again because yeah, he's not a cool. not a, a true Sith or anything. He just is a sinister cyborg that can swing some laser swords. I think that's fair. Um, likewise, same thing. I like that he has block, not not deflect. You're leaving out the elephant in the room, though. Uh, the Jedi hunter. Well, kind of. No. Uh he gets to roll eight dice. Yeah, but oh. there's no surge. So before we get like too excited. I've not done crunched any of the numbers. Listen to a smarter podcast for for that. But I don't think his damage is going to be through the roof. I think it'll be solid. I think it'll be good. What I love is when you interrupt my unit review to just butt in with a baseless Mm -hmm. comment. So therefore, block (laughs) is a thing that you can throw out there. And if you use your dodge, you'll get surge on defense. Mm -hmm. Hooray. And Jedi Hunter, if you're attacking someone with a force upgrade icon... You get surge to crit, so we're not totally surgeless. Right, you're not. Perhaps it's not quite that bad, but what do I know? I'm not a champion. And other podcasts love talk about the math. You're darn right. You know, it's a dice game, and reality is often mimicked by math. I don't know that math actually dictates what happens. Listen, according to the math, I should have lived today, but. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. But and according to the I math, died. Pal should have died four that's turns right. before he did. So, but he math didn't. is a lie. <laughs> oh goodness! But yes, I I'm very excited for Grievous. I think I think it'll be quite fun. In all fairness, Ryan is correct. Without these special conditions, 
it should be noted he doesn't surge. But still, he'll have impact yeah. to pierce to if he's using both of yeah. them. Um, so, yeah, definitely should be noted that he doesn't have a native surge to anything. But, uh, that, but there are workarounds. Yeah, yes. they gave him access well, to both. And what I was talking about before, we were talking about this in the car and talking about this before when we were talking about podcast stuff. I think it's really neat because before, or I guess right now, when I play, if I'm playing Vader and you have Luke, if I'm playing a Jedi versus Jedi match, I'm really cagey with my Jedi. I'm mm-hmm. really careful. Uh, I'm really, you know, I, I have to really be planning. Okay, do I even want to interact with you? I've played or watched many games where Vader and Luke or Vader, Vader, or whoever, the Force users yeah. never even interact. They just pass each other like ships in the wind and they, they do powerful things and make game game changing momentous moves, but they never interact with each other. And I think this yes, flips it, it on its head and it says, no, 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 I'm not running. I'm not cagey. I'm hunting. I'm in hunting mode and I'm going to come hunt you. And that's terrifying. And <laughs> the thing that I think that will help him oh the God, most with terrifying. that is going to be scale. Yes. yes. Oh my God. So scale basically allows you to, before you move climb or after you move climb and you basically are yeah. a Wookiee. Like it doesn't stop you from yeah. doing anything. Like, the, you know, do what you're you want. Su- so it's, it's like you're a super Yeah, Wookiee. it's grappling hooks and environmental gear built into one, but also from what we understand, it has the caveat that before or after you move, you can uh, clamber. So it's, yeah. 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 It's, it's really so, cool. <laughs> Luke's got that jump one. He doesn't care. I'm climbing that building. <laughs> All right. And here's the silly thing if we really want to math it out. I think it's actually better than jump. I, I was wondering about that. And I think it's if you, probably also better than jump. This is dumb. But if you start an activation next or end directly next to something and you've executed a full move that you want to climb, it gets you one unit base length essentially closer than jump would yeah so that's i if you if you mid move so mm-hmm. you, you take one move to get you to the wall after that move climb that wall yeah. then yeah. the next move can be to run into melee with that well move. and i was thinking about yeah. this too you know we have sometimes issues with you know oh boba can can jump up high hooray but sometimes mm-hmm. he gets kind of stuck up there like he he did his cool move and now he can't do it again right. until next turn whereas scale mm-hmm. you're gonna get kind of get around that problem you can't go quite as high but I think you can go the other farther. the other notable thing yeah, to him, and not to be the Debbie Downer on, because cool. I think he's incredibly strong, and we'll still have to wait. I think he's incredibly strong with us not seeing his command cards and us not seeing whatever that uh, config slot slot is. Uh, he's only got two bravery, and yeah. that is something to be warned about. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, as absolutely. of right now, you know both the core box commanders that uh, Rebels and Empire received have three bravery, and I believe. Without having it up in front of me, I believe Obi Wan is also three bravery. Yes, that sounds right. I think so. That sounds right. Well, right. I know Vader that did not have a suppression bravery. is going to interact and bravery is going to act <laughs> differently with droids, but that is something that the, the CIS players, at least early on, until they get a bravery three commander, are going to have to keep on their radar. Um, I I made yeah. the uh, when oh, me yeah. and Tim were first looking at these spoilers. When I look at General Grievous, do you know what I see? I see a 175-point snowtrooper. I see him is entirely yeah, terrifying if he gets two <laughs> actions and not very threatening if he only gets one. Um, 
So if you treat him like a snowtrooper, yeah. um, in that regard, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be really interesting and fun to counterplay because he's going to demand more yeah. than 175 points worth of attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, when you've got a show going and things seem to be going too well, then all your audio breaks for like the last 45 minutes of a show you had and that really great segment that you and your buddies wrote about list building just gets jumbled and mashed and is irreparable beyond belief. Sometimes that just happens. Sometimes your podcast just falls apart. So we are going to try to get back to you guys in a timely manner with that list building segment. Uh, I certainly do apologize. We're going to have an abrupt end to to the show. Very unceremonious. Very, very Knoxville Legion-esque. But be on the lookout for us to uh, build some lists live on the air after talking about the principles that we use to uh, theorycraft in our minds what, what it takes to have a if not a winning list, at least a fun list. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I can stitch together our sign-off at least, so uh, I guess that's something. And uh, you guys have a fantastic night. Until next time, I'm Ryan Solowski, reminding you to craft your lists a week in advance. I'm Tim Hannon, reminding you to burn your dice and only trust the official FFG Dice app. There is no hope otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) and i'm ben fowler reminding you that rolling more defense dice than is normally allowed is almost always good unless you're cheating on stream also cheating (laughs) have a good night good night everybody good night (laughs) absolutely so that's all the news fit to be talked about this week. But uh, let's move on down to our. Uh, I've messed this up. Sorry. Hey, who cannot read on. now, Ben? <laughs> it's because I can't read. It's not even on my uh-huh. screen. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's the sickness. It's taking his brain. Oh, God. <laughs>